Welcome to the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset, to help you feel good in body, mind, and soul. Hello, my lovely. Welcome back to my podcast, Isa Welly here. Today, we are talking about, guess what? gut health (laughs) because you know it's my favorite topic but we're also going to be talking about hormonal health more particularly thyroid health so many of you have emailed me back when I emailed you uh, a couple of months ago wanting to know more about thyroid health and how what you could eat to support your hormonal health and, and more so I thought why not bring a specialist in and who best or better than Farzana Nasser. She's a nutritional therapist, but also a functional medicine practitioner. She has a special interest in hormonal health, more particularly thyroid health. And she also incorporates a lot of gut health into her offerings. Farzana, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here and I'll talk all things gut and thyroid. Oh, thank you. I've actually followed you on Instagram for a while and I, I absolutely love your work. And I always thought, oh my God, I need to, I would love to speak to you, but I wasn't sure what topic, because I know you're, you know, so much, like your knowledge is incredible and you share so much, um, but you. I didn't know. But then when the thyroid health topic came out through my community, I was like, oh my God, this is it. Let's do it. Also, you have your course coming up, which I'm excited about. We'll talk about this at the end um, of the episode. So everybody stay in, stay tuned in, grab your notebook, grab a pen, because this woman knows what she's talking about. And she's going to be sharing so, so much with us today. I guess my first sim- my first question for you, Fazana, is... Okay, so basically with gut health, for example, sometimes my clients or people in my community, they don't know that they are having some gut symptoms because they might have things like, they might have a bit of bloating, but they might also have things like joint pain, skin rashes, other things that are for me as a practitioner pointing towards an imbalance in the gut, an inflammation, something, but they might not know that. When it comes to hormonal imbalance, more particularly thyroid health, are there symptoms that we can look out for? Is there something, are there symptoms that you're like, okay, cool, this is pointing towards that. This is a little nudge, your body nudging you to say, okay, girlfriend, this is time to assess the situation. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing is anything can be a symptom, Mm. right? So when we when we say thyroid health, we have a thyroid receptor on every single one of our cells. Symptoms, you know, of like, for example, thyroid health could be absolutely anything because we have a receptor on every single one of our cells because it's so important. It could be like, it could be constipation. It could be hair loss. It could be tiredness, fatigue, you know, all these kinds of things. Yes, they are gut symptoms and anything that's ha- happening in the gut can affect the rest of the body as well. So so gut, gut symptoms, like you said, can be seen with skin as well. So what happens in the gut, any sort of inflammatory response, if there is any sort of inflammation, it will leave the gut. So that mm-hmm. um, Alicia Fasano famously said, um, what happens in the gut doesn't stay in the gut. It's not Las Vegas. It yeah, has, I love that quote. Yeah, it has a systemic effect throughout the body. So 
so we have different, for example, bacteria that are in the gut and they, they have something called LPS on their cell membranes. And so with any kind of imbalance, this will leak into leak out of the gut and into the bloodstream. And so Mm -hmm. when you these things, these gram negative bacteria that have these LPS, they're very, very inflammatory. When that gets into the bloodstream, it can travel anywhere in the body, have an effect on any system in the body. So it depends what your weakest link is. So if yeah. weak, your skin, it's going to affect your skin. If your weakest link is your thyroid, it might affect your thyroid. Mm-hmm. So we can, you know, it can affect any system like that. Yeah. And then about thyroid health, even we can look at it in different ways as well. So an imbalanced gut can have like these LPS that leak out of the gut and cause inflammation and affect any system in your body. But also you need to have good gut health to be able to extract the nutrients from the food that you're eating to enable those organs to work correctly as well. Yeah. 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 It definitely makes sense. My, so one of the questions I had from a a lady from my uh, community, she's 44. She's mostly, she eats mostly vegan. Sometimes she has a little bit of dairy. She is currently wondering how to help herself with thyroid imbalance. So in the past, her TSH level were high and thyroid antibodies were also high. She was fatigued. She had sore joints and she was on thyroxine and she felt great when she was on thyroxine. But a few years later, she asked her GP if she could try to come off the medication and, and she did, but then TSH level started creeping up again thyroid antibodies as well. They were super high and she was told she was very likely to develop Hashimoto's. And her question was, how can I try to combat the rise in thyroid antibodies? I'm also celiac and I've been on a gluten-free diet for decades now. Okay. So you, you, you very often see Hashimoto's and celiac, you know, they mm. go hand in hand. So if someone does Hashimoto, has have as have Hashimoto's, you always want to get them checked for a celiac. And if they have celiac, you always want to get them checked for Hashimoto's. If you have raised antibodies, that is suggestive of Hashimoto's. So you, you already have that autoimmune condition. Right, right. So with thyroid health, you have hypothyroidism. So you just have low thyroid function or you have Hashimoto's. And we know that up to 90% of hypothyroidism is due to Hashimoto's. So if you do mm. thyroidism and then you have antibodies, then the antibodies mean that you have Hashimoto's. So you that is already suggestive of that's Hashimoto's. it. Yeah. So the thyroxine will improve the TSH. So it's giving you back thyroid hormone. So thyroxine is T4. Um, and so it's giving you back. So you will feel better as your thyroid hormones improve. What happens with Hashimoto's when you have antibodies, it isn't a thyroid issue. It's an immune system issue, which is why it's really important that if you have hypothyroidism, that you actually do a comprehensive blood test that looks at both antibodies, TPO, thyroproxidase, and TG, thyroglobulin. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, do you have both antibodies? Do you have one? Okay. And these antibodies are produced via the immune system. So that's why we say it's more of an immune system issue than a thyroid issue. And the immune system produces antibodies which then start to, they start to go after the thyroid gland. And as they start to go after the thyroid gland, you lose some of your thyroid gland through that destructive process. And as you lose some of your thyroid gland, that's when your TSH, you can't make your thyroid hormone because of this loss and your TSH starts to go up Mm. because your body's trying to make more due to this destruction. 
And so that's why when you take thyroxine, you feel better because now you're replacing what you have lost. So if someone has Hashimoto's, the, what you want to do is you want to find out why. Why is your immune system attacking your thyroid gland? Always back to the root cause, isn't it? Always, always, always. Absolutely, absolutely. And we know it can be for a number of reasons. So you said that, like, you know, taking gluten out, we know that there's something called molecular mimicry when you have gluten. The protein sequence of gluten mimics that of the thyroid. So if gluten comes into your bloodstream, it might have a protein um, sequence of A, B, C, D, and your body goes to take that out of the bloodstream. But your thyroid also has that sequence A, B, C, D. So Mm -hmm. as it comes to your thyroid, it will, through molecular mimicry, through accident, destroy your thyroid gland as well. So that's why it's really important. First thing to do is to take gluten out. And there's a lot of studies that support this as well. It's not going to heal anything, but it's going to calm the fire. But what you do is you want to find out why. So with Hashimoto's, we know it's an immune system issue. Up to 80% of the immune system is in the gut. So Mm -hmm. looking at the gut is such a huge part of it with autoimmunity and Hashimoto's as well. So we know different things. So we know things like the different gut infections that Mm -hmm. can drive Hashimoto's. So we know things like H. pylori, candida, parasites, they can all drive it. We know that things like mold, imbalanced blood sugar, that has been shown to be a trigger. Well, stress, things like plastics. So BPA, affected too. So it's really doing a whole 360 degree view of what is going on, looking at the gut health, supporting the hormones, looking at toxins, looking at liver and helping to just to find the the trigger. And then what you want to do is that way you want to calm the immune system and you want to reduce this attack that is happening. That way you can, the idea is you can prevent any more destruction from happening. You prevent your medication from having to go one of like you mentioned that she'd come off it you know she was but reducing it yeah yeah she came off it but then the numbers went higher the antibodies and the tsh yeah so it's really difficult to heal if you don't have good thyroid hormone so like without your t4 you're going to get more of a leaky gut so you're going to get pathogens that you know these byproducts getting out into the gut you need thyroid hormone to be able to heal so what you want to do is and that's a lot of the time people come to me and say i don't want to go on medication i just want to sort things out but you do need to go on it even if it's short term to kind of support your calm things down a bit yeah and you can't heal if your thyroid hormone is is suboptimal so you need it just heal and then and you can bring hashimoto's into remission you can't cure an autoimmune disease but Mm. you can to remission and that's what you're always trying to do is to calm the immune system down prevent further destruction and try to support someone into remission as much as possible so that they don't have any symptoms that they're experiencing yeah and i guess that from there once you go back into medication and things have calmed down and that you're looking at the root cause, it will be easier to then support that with the nutrition side of things because obviously this is what people want to know like at least in my community and if I was struggling with something, I'm like, okay, what can I start doing right now straight away? Because obviously you talk about, I'll have to go and see a practitioner, investigate, go back to the root cause. But I guess that's the pattern. That's how you have to start. And then eventually, once you know the root cause, you can bring in the right food to support whatever is your weakest link or, I don't know, say you have that because of some gut infection, you have SIBO, for example, you've got candida and it's driving all of that. It'll be easier, I think, than to bring in the nutrition and all 
the lovely lifestyle changes to support you. Am I right? Or Yeah, no, all these changes are really foundational. Like it's about having healthy foundations and then building on them as well, right? Mm. So your gut, so things you could start today. Any foods that you know are triggers. So we know with Hashimoto's, this is just with Hashimoto's that you want to take gluten and dairy out because they can upregulate. So gluten can upregulate antibodies, but dairy mimics the protein structures very similar to gluten. So a lot of people find relief just from taking dairy out. You know, so any food sensitivities that you know, you know, you're, you know that you're struggling with. Mindful eating. When you are eating, to be eating mindfully, being present, chew your food. That really helps support like digestion, eating in a calm state, not being stressed out, and even stress we know that is a driver for pretty much almost every chronic issue is like yeah. it starts with stress mm. working the nervous system supporting your nervous system getting away from stress right we're always going to have stress but it's having resilience to it yeah so that you have a healthy stress response blood sugar balancing making sure all the meals you have have protein fat fiber in them always because we know that's a trigger as well, right? Just how so how is the blood sugar, how is your blood sugar imbalance is, is triggering your thyroid imbalance? Okay, so if we think of our hormones as a pyramid, okay? Mm-hmm. So that pyramid, we've got a triangle in front of us. On the base of that pyramid, the foundation is your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are what pump out your stress hormones, adrenaline. Yeah. Okay, Ad- makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're not eating regularly, so if you're having refined carbohydrates, so you're not eating regularly, your adrenals have to pump out cortisol to manage stable blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if that foundation is wobbly, the hormones that sit on top of it are going to be wobbly too. So on of top course. of your thyroid, and then you've got your sex hormones. And actually there was a study that was done that showed that ashwagandha, I love yeah. ashwagandha. I love ashwagandha too. Yeah. I love it. And there was a study that was done that showed having ashwagandha reduced people with Hashimoto's and helped reduce antibodies. And it wasn't because it was working on the thyroid gland, but it was adrenal. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just working to stabilize that hormonal pyramid. And through that, it improved people with um, hypothyroidism and actually lowered antibodies. Wow. So amazing. I see. I didn't know. I didn't think about because the adrenal health the adrenal glands are the roots, the base. I didn't think about how the blood sugar will impact, but it, it actually makes sense. And the ashwagandha is such an easy one to add to your routine, I think. Like it's not something complicated. It's not too expensive. That's a good one. I'll pass that on to my both both my best friend and my little sister, unfortunately, yeah. have Hashimoto. So I'll definitely pass that on to them. Is it possible to cut off medication eventually? So it depends. It mm. really depends on what's going on. You you don't really know until you start working on things. So, and it depends on what's happened with the thyroid as well. Like how long, how aggressive is the attack as well? So if so with some people, as you work on the root cause and as you support the gut, the immune system, the body recovers really well, really quickly. And then you can start tapering off like medication with your doctor. And so some people can, other people, it will prevent it from getting worse. So if there's already been, it's been going on for, it's been quite destructive. It's been going on for a long time, but you might have to be on medication, but the aim is not to have to increase it over time. Over time. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had, I've worked with people where they've been able to slowly taper off it. So we've worked with their doctors to slowly taper off it. Sometimes they've come from quite a high dose to a lower maintenance dose. Some Mm. people other people you've just prevented it from getting you've prevented it from getting worse and yeah yeah 
I guess the idea, like you mentioned earlier, is to get the immune system to calm down and to stay in remission, really. That's... Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you don't, when you have one autoimmune condition, not trying to be scary or anything, but when you have one, you can get another and another. So it does predispose you to more. Yeah. And also it's just for like longevity and healthy aging and stuff like that. You Mm. want to have a calm immune system. You don't want it to be reactive to things that be reacting to so just really important to calm it down to improve your symptoms but also longevity health and prevent it from becoming yeah it may it, it totally makes sense totally makes sense with Hashimoto's which is which is which is really good there's so 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 much you can do you can do yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a CNM you studied a CNM as well yeah. right yeah, yeah. I remember, I don't know why this is just popping to my head now. There was a lady in my class. I mean, this was years ago. This was yeah. like, I don't know, five years ago. I don't know when you were a CNM, but my, my, me was five years ago. She she had really bad Hashimoto's. And within, I think it was in year two or three when we started getting the protocols. She started using the protocols and you, as her knowledge was improving, her condition was getting better and it was insane it was insane because she was a testimony of what we were learning you know like right there at school she was applying all these things because she was like you know my doctor don't know about all these things but I knew there were another solution for me that's why I came here to study this like many of us you know our journey starts from having answers yes (laughs) all of us yeah all of us um I think I think you had a, a journey with thyroid as well right so yes, and with psoriasis as well. Yeah. So um, I, and then I had PCOS and I had an ulcer and I was being, you know, I was being given creams for my psoriasis, the pill for PCOS. But I didn't want to, I didn't, I felt a little bit overwhelmed. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't want to take the medication. All of that. I think I had, I was feeling quite nauseous. And then the doctor gave me anti-nausea pills and it said, well, it could be this, and it could be covering up this and this. And I was just like, I just don't want to, I just want to understand what's yeah. going on. And that led me to retraining at CNN, yeah. training with the IFM. And so just to be able to join the dots, understanding that has has been amazing because it's allowed me to bring everything into remission. Mm-hmm. But it's like a journey and it's just learning the foundations of your health yeah. and be able to apply them. Yeah. Because there's so much that can be done. It's not a pill for an ill. Yeah. You know, then sometimes we need it which is great a lot of it is diet and lifestyle mm. and these are all things so it's empowering because there's so much that we can do yeah about it. yeah and I, I I mean I agree with you so much and I always that's one of my uh my core my motto as a practitioner but also as a human is what always understanding the root cause why is this happening to me right now I struggled with candida overgrowth and gut issues for years. But I know that when I looked back, it started years before I even realized. And when I look back, I'm like, God, my lifestyle and when it happened, the stress, my immune system being at a low point and taking antibiotics in the past, like there was just so much. And Mm -hmm. I know that when I got given more antibiotics and things got worse, I was like, enough is enough now. I need to understand what the hell is happening. And then you put all the dots together. So now if I have a flare, because I had to take antibiotics recently, I had a really bad tooth infection. And also when I gave birth, it's so much easier for me not to freak out and to go, okay, this is what's happening. I can't prevent that. 
but I know the root cause of my symptoms. I'm going to go to that. I'm not just going to take a pill. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to go to yeah, that. Yeah. You can work on things. Yeah. 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 And that's why I always encourage people in my community whenever possible to invest in a practitioner because we have that knowledge to teach you and eventually we save you money instead of going and buying loads of supplements you work with someone that teaches you how to how to live a healthier life really and how to understand your body in the right way yeah um, so I think I, I always I always say that it's it's just so important in in everything so sorry say again I, I agree. I completely agree with everything you're saying. And yeah. not just for now, for whatever issue you might be going now, it's for as you age, right? It's about staying healthy and longevity, which is really, really important. It's just, it's not a quick fix. We, it's not about a quick fix. It's about yeah. understanding. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while. You've got to be, you've got to be really patient uh, with your health. So for people listening to us, I don't know if this is possible at all, but are there five tips? And I want to talk also a little bit about hyper because we're only talking about hyper, but are there, is there five tips you can give us listeners? We don't have, I'm talking about people that don't have any thyroid health, but are there things we can do when it comes to balancing our hormones on a day-to-day -day life? Are there five tips, whether it's like with nutrition or BPA or making sure environment, what would be your like kind of top three or top five things to start with? Okay, so... Number one, blood sugar balance your meals. We can all do that. It doesn't cost any more money. It is just about eating correctly. So if you have just carbohydrates, you're like starting off that blood sugar roller coaster, which is going to affect, like we said, your hormones are a pyramid. It's going to affect everything above it. If you have, if you're eating a meal, make sure it has protein, fat, fiber, in addition to your carbohydrates. So if you have, you're usually having toast for breakfast with some butter, make that an almond butter. That mm. way you fat. If you have an apple for breakfast, add some nuts, you'll get some protein and fat, just simple ways just to, to do that. And then you'll feel better for it too. And mm. that will you for like three and a half to four hours by doing that. But that's really, really important. Number two would probably be eat within an hour of waking up that really supports your hormonal health. And if you mm. have any, like intermittent fasting and stuff is great, but like just doing a 12 hour fast overnight is amazing. That's what you yeah. want to do. And then eat within an hour of waking because a lot of people are intermittent fasting, which is great. But if you have any symptoms of like being hangry or irritable or lightheaded or moody, that's telling you, yeah, your blood sugar, that's already dysregulating that foundation of the hormone pyramid and mm. that's messing with your hormones already. So yeah, morning light. So that's free. We can all get out in the morning when we wake up. That really helps our circadian rhythm. It helps our hormones as well. Right. So. So it's really powerful. Sunshine is powerful for medicine and it's free medicine yeah. and the day is getting longer. So just getting sunlight. And if you can get it in the morning within like the first hour of waking, that's even yeah. more powerful. BPA. So yeah. you know that effect. So BPA contains something called xenoestrogens. They're hormone mimickers. They affect our hormones. They mimic our estrogens. They latch onto our thyroid hormone receptors too, making our thyroid hormone compete for receptor sites. Mm. And so it has a huge impact. So just trying to slowly swap out your plastics. It's also better for the environment too. And it's also a trigger for autoimmunity. Not just, not only does it affect your hormones, but it's a trigger for autoimmunity too. So plastic water bottles are probably one of the worst. Yeah. So to invest in a water bottle, like a stainless steel or a glass water bottle, yeah. 
with you. And I like the, the glass ones because everything just tastes better in them anyway. Yeah. It's just really easy. You can get your coffees in them. You can like transport your drinks in them. And it's not about like a huge uphold in changing everything. It's just slowly trying to do things that you can do. So like water bottles is a really simple example because we're all using water bottles. Mm. They're just, they're just they're not great. They're yeah. Not great for the environment. They're not great for our body either. Mm. So slowly transitioning and trying to get rid of the plastics as much as possible. So yeah, glass water bottles, containers, trying to switch to like Pyrex, do good glass containers. Yeah. Um, these are longer term investments but like the glass lasts forever. Yeah. Uh, and it's just healthier or number five hormones, things that we can do and also get your fiber in. So studies have shown that we want to be having 30 different plant points a week to support mm-hmm. not only our gut, but our hormones as well, because what happens in the gut affects hormones too, yeah. the different system of the body. So, and I think when people say 15 plant points, they're like, I mean, not 15, sorry, 30, 30. plants. They're like, 30 plants a week. That's just yeah. like such a high number, but it's really not because if you think what, what is included in plant foods, you've got fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, herbs, herbs spices. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Grains, spices, teas. Yeah. It's everything. And so it's quite easy to incorporate. So, and it's also about different kinds of the same food. Mm. So have a red apple every day, try to get them. Swap it up. Yeah, so get a red and a green and a yellow. That's three different plant foods. Yeah. A salad, don't just buy um, romaine lettuce. Get like a mixed bag of salads and then you've got five different kinds of greens. They In all there. Different, yeah, different plant foods and that's five plant foods. Yeah. Buy herbal tea, you know, have a different herbal tea every day. Maybe have chamomile, then lemon balm, then passiflora. That way that's three different plant foods. If you have porridge for breakfast, add some flax, some chia, some hemp. That's like four plant foods. Yeah. So they're hacks and they're easy ways that you can try to get that. But like not 30 plant foods a week has been like the magic number to support good gut gut health, including yeah. your hormones. So those would be, those would probably be my five. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for those. And I, I actually talk a lot about the, the plant one and I'm actually planning yeah. a challenge for my ah, community amazing. yeah plants for your gut because I think it's actually quite easy to do when you put your minds to it like and I and I say I say to my client as well is that okay let's play a game how much plants can you fit in this meal and it's so easy when you take that fun approach okay I have strawberries and I have this fruit I can add this a sprinkle of cinnamon a couple of different nuts and I'm like okay we've it's seven it's the first meal of the week of course, you're going to do 30, you know, and just keep them in rotation. So that one is always a good one. Thank you so much for these tips. I think they're great, especially the plastic one. I think that's very, very important and something to do yeah. ASAP. <laughs> just, just start with your water bottle. I mean, that's huge, right? Yeah, yeah. Huge if you can just change that one thing. Yeah, 100%. So I know that you have a course coming up. I've been following, I've been seeing, I'm like, oh my God, that is so exciting. What it is, what is it about? And how can we join? Because I actually think that so many people, so many of my community, so many people in my community will will enjoy it. But um, tell us more so I don't spoil it all. <laughs> no, 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 I'm so excited about it. So the course is the four foundations. It's called Health Unlocked and it's the four foundations to health. So these are the four foundations I use with all my clients in clinic. It is the four foundations I use to support my healing as well and to mm. reverse 
my diagnosis is too. And so it's taking you, it's holding your hand and it's taking you through these four modules where we go through like these four areas of support. So we're looking at the gut and the liver. We're looking at the microbiomes. We're looking at all the different microbiomes of the body. And we're looking at hormones, primarily like your adrenal glands. And we've talked about how important those are. And then we're looking at your nervous system as well. Mm. The course is all in bite-sized chunks. You don't have an hour to sit there. Everything is broken down into like little bite-sized chunks. They're videos, they're audio downloads that you can download too. So you can listen to them if you're going for a walk or in the car. They're PDFs giving you instructions on what to do and how to do. So it's it's very accessible so that you can do things. There's also a lot of, um, you know, there's a fermentation class by a ferment expert. I've got nice. like in there, got some breath work. So just, you know, a lot of different resources as well to help support, to support you too. So I'm just yeah. I'm very, very excited. That is so exciting. So who do you think, who will benefit the most of this course? Is it anybody or someone who's struggling with their health, someone who's curious about it, someone who's ready to elevate that health? Who is it? Everyone, because these okay. four are for absolutely everyone. It doesn't Amazing. matter if you have nothing going on and you want healthy aging, if you yeah. have Hashimoto's diagnosis or RA or hormone imbalance, it doesn't matter what your diagnosis is. And if you even have one, because these foundations are the same for everyone. Amazing. Absolutely the same for everyone because you need these to be good and in place. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wow. This is so exciting. So at the time we're releasing this episode, I'm releasing this episode, there will only be a few days left to join. So please, please, please click in the link in the show notes straight away, (laughs) right? And go check it out and see if you can still join. And I'm sure you can. I'm going to make sure I release this before, before the deadline, because Farzana knows a lot, as you've just seen. And I'm a firm believer in investing in ourselves anytime we can perhaps you can't invest yet in a one-on-one because I I appreciate that those could be a little bit more expensive but having a course that how long do we have access to the course for 15 months so okay that's amazing yeah yeah, Yeah, it's a very it's it's you have a year to do the course so anything can come up throughout that year and you can go back to it and review and it gives you also the time to incorporate and integrate all these, uh, integrate the information, incorporate into your life, right? Yeah, and because it's the first time I'm doing it, any feedback I get and any changes I make, that's why they will also have access to it and also the live sessions next year that take place. So it's just double whammy. Yeah, wow, that's really exciting. It's called Health Unlocked. What a great title. Farzana, thank you so much for being here today. I will put your your details, your link in the show notes for anybody needing support, whether it's one-on-one or checking the course out. Everything will be on the show notes. Farzana, thank you so much for today. I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've loved chatting all things gut and thyroid. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review on the Apple podcast. It really helps the show grow and inspire more people to build and live a healthier and happier life. And as a thank you, because I like to say thank you, I will be sending you my Rise and Energize ebook. So all you need to do is go on the Apple podcast app, leave a review, take a screenshot of it and email us that screenshot on admin at easywelly.com. 
admin at isawali.com. So the ebook has recipes, workouts, and loads of nutrition and lifestyle tips on how to stay energized. Thank you so much, so, so much for being here.